This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Kia ora, my name's Shalice and welcome to Sales 101, the building blocks of life. Have you ever been curious about what animals and plants are made up of? Or how cells are able to complete life processes so quickly? Well, you're listening to the right podcast. On Cells 101, you'll learn the basic of cells and just how vital they are to sustaining life. Why did I choose cells as a topic? Cells is such a diverse topic that everyone can find something they're interested in. Like... Yes, it's very biology-based, but you also have the chemistry side of the different pHs that the enzymes need to be in to thrive, to complete the life processes. So, what are cells? Cells are essentially the building blocks of life. They're small blocks that contain different organelles. The different organelles complete a range of life processes that help the organism thrive. Cells are actually so small you can only see them with a microscope. My next guest is well known through my school community as having a large knowledge base. Here to introduce herself, Miss Hancock. Hello Miss Hancock. Hello Shalice. Um, Do you want to explain who you are and what you studied at uni? Um, Hi, I'm Mika Hancock. Um, I'm a teacher of science. Um, I studied a Bachelor of Science in Genetics and Psychology at Massey University and then I worked at the Diagnostic Genetics Lab at Lab Plus at Auckland Hospital before doing my teacher training and then I've been teaching now for seven years. Wow, seven years, how's that going? Uh, Mostly okay, most of the time. With cells having many different organelles, I asked Miss Hancock to explain the different structure of a cell. Alright, do you want to tell us what the basic structure of a cell is? Um, So a cell always has some kind of like outside part Mm -hmm. um, and depending on if it's a prokaryote or a eukaryote, um, it will also have a nucleus or not. Okay, so is that the difference between a prokaryote and a eukaryote? Yes. As one has a nucleus and one has a not a nucleus. <laughs> yes. So a prokaryote does not have a nucleus, so okay. the DNA or genetic material just floats around inside the cytoplasm, um, which is that jelly-like stuff. Yeah. Um, but a eukaryote has the genetic information inside the nucleus. Ah, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Other main features that most cells have would be the mitochondria, Mm -hmm. the powerhouse of the cell, um, which is where the energy is created for all of the cell processes. So that's like where, would you say that's where the main area of like, oh yeah, photosynthesis happens, is in the mitochondria? Photosynthesis, no. No? Respiration, yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. So cellular respiration's in the mitochondria. Photosynthesis happens in the chloroplasts, which are only present in plant cells, Mm -hmm. and some photosynthetic bacteria. Okay. Yeah. So basically anything that can create food and energy from sunlight Mm -hmm. has chloroplasts. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
other things that are super important for most cells would probably be ribosomes mm-hmm. um, because ribosomes create proteins and proteins are basically used for everything mm-hmm. um, and catalysts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. enzymes. Um, so ribosomes are probably in most cells and that's probably the basics of cells. Here's a fun fact about cells. In the human body alone, there are 37.2 trillion cells, which leads me to introduce my next question for Miss Hancock. What are the difference between plant and animal cells? Cool. So there's there's two, well, kind of different types of cells. So you have plant cells and then you have animal cells. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us, like, the difference between the two? Um, Yes, so there are a few main differences between plant and animal cells. Um, Plant cells need to be more structured and rigid than animal cells. And why is that? Um, Because they don't have an internal support structure like we do, which are our bones. Mm -hmm. Like animals have bones, have skeletons, which Mm -hmm. help with support for the body, whereas plants don't have that. So the cells need to have that support. Um, So in their... The outside of their cells, they have a cell membrane, which is fluid, mm-hmm. it moves, um, but they also have a cell wall, mm-hmm. which is made out of cellulose, which is quite rigid in structure. Okay. Um, animal cells do not have a cell wall, uh, because they, like I said, have the support from their bones. Cool. Imagine you're in a car, driving at 50 k's an hour and you increase the pressure on the accelerator. You've just sped up the car, and now you're driving faster. This is what enzymes do in the cell. To further explain, I asked Miss Hancock what enzymes are and how they work. So, cells have, like, enzymes in them, right? Yeah. For listeners that don't know what enzymes are, can you tell me what enzymes are and how they're important to cell function. Yeah, Um, so enzymes are a special type of protein um, and they basically are used to facilitate almost all of the reactions that happen in a cell. Um, So enzymes are something that's known as a biological catalyst. Mm -hmm. So they speed up the reactions um, that are taking place, which is really helpful because if they weren't there speeding up those reactions, you potentially wouldn't have enough energy to continue living. Um, You wouldn't have enough of the different components to make uh, proteins within the cell. You might not have enough amino acids to make the proteins. Um, so basically any reaction that happens in the cell or in the body requires an enzyme for it to be efficient and effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot what the second part of your question was. Oh. So enzymes sound like they're really important to cell function. Is there anything that can affect their process or how they work? Yes. Um, enzymes, weirdly enough are very sensitive to changes in the cell uh, environment. So if there's even a slight change in pH, so getting more acidic or more basic than the optimum level, um, those enzymes can denature. So denaturing means that they change shape. If they change shape, they can no longer do the job that they were supposed to do Mm -hmm. because the enzyme fits perfectly with 
um, the thing that it's doing the job with. Is that the locking key method? That is the locking key method. Can you give listeners a quick explanation on what a locking key method is? Yeah, so it's basically um, the idea that the enzyme is the lock that has a specific shape and only the correct key or the correct substrate can mm-hmm. fit into that enzyme perfectly and then kind of open the door or unlock the door, which is actually the chemical process that needs to take place. Okay. Yeah. Um, There is a more updated model of how enzymes function that's a little bit less rigid. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the induced fit model, which uh, more says that an enzyme has a general close shape to the substrate that it fits into, Mm -hmm. but when they bind together, they um, form they change slightly the shape um, to fit like even more perfectly than a lock and key model. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's like slime basically, like it just molds itself. Yeah, to... kind of. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So going back to factors that affect enzymes, there is like pH can also affect how enzymes work. Can you explain that? Yeah. So basically the ph if the ph changes and it even can be a very slight change so imagine enzymes that work perfectly in your stomach they're in a very acidic environment um so if that environment becomes more alkaline more basic for whatever reason um those enzymes will change shape Mm -hmm. and then they've changed shape so much that the substrate can no longer fit Mm -hmm. which means whatever chemical reaction was going to occur can no longer occur Okay. And then that can have some issues of if that's a very important one where it breaks down carbohydrates, for example, um, then if your carbohydrates aren't being broken down into glucose, you aren't going to be able to get the energy from the glucose, and then that could give problems later on with whole life processes and functions. Mm-hmm. So if these enzymes aren't working at an optimum rate, then your life processes will just slow down in the cells. Yeah, so they'll start to slow down if the um, conditions don't improve or if they're too bad for too long, they potentially can also stop functioning altogether. So here's a quick roundup of what we learned today. Cells are small blocks that have a bunch of different organelles. These organelles work together to complete vital life processes, that range from photosynthesis in plant cells to respiration in human cells. We learnt the difference between plant and animal cells, and we also learnt what enzymes are, their purpose in the cell, and not only how they work, but what makes them not function properly. So to answer my question at the beginning, all organisms are made up of cells, but what does each different organelle in the cells do? That's another question for another episode. This has been Sales 101. Thank you for listening. The podcast you've just heard was researched, recorded, and edited by students attending the Otago University Advanced School Sciences Academy in 2022 with support from ORFM Dunedin. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.